Hey everybody, welcome to the Uninformed Banker. My name's Gerald. Today I wanted to talk to you about Subway, Subway, Subway. So the Subway saga has been going on for I think a couple of months now. There's been back and forth between the New York Times and Subway themselves and it's been kind of funny but also really worrisome. And another bombshell dropped this past week that I had to get to you. This isn't going to be released on my normal release schedule but I think it's worth it to get it to you early. Anyways, so I'm going to start at the beginning. So the New York Times, uh, a reporter from the New York Times, took some of Subway's tuna and sent it out to a few labs. You know, they bought a sandwich, they sent it out to a few labs, I think it was three labs, and they had a test done called the polymerase chain reaction, because I think that's what it's called. The test cost about 500 bucks per lab. I think there were three labs, so he spent 1500 bucks plus whatever he paid for the subs. You know, $5. And, um... So we'll say like $515 or $1,515. Yeah. And it came back that there was no identifiable tuna in the subs, which set off a media firestorm because he immediately took that and ran with it. And Subway did not do themselves any favors by saying that DNA is not a reliable source. Now, they said they didn't actually say that. Well, they did say that, but there was more. But the New York Times didn't report on that part because who's going to report on the small things that you say on the side when the main quote there is DNA is not a reliable source? <laughs> like, we put people to death on DNA, but yet we can't use it to identify a few sandwiches. No, that should have been worded better. So let's really take a look at this. Now, the PCR, polymerase chain reaction test, basically what it does is it takes the proteins in the tuna and matches them against, a, let's say, about a list of about five or six that are chosen by the labs. And if it matches, it goes, yeah, there was tuna in here. It's not like some massive database. It's like they just take five or six samples. It's So there's a lot of species of tuna um, out there. But they did take the species of tuna that Subway stated was in their tuna. So I'll give them that. Now, here's the big bombshell that came this weekend from Subway. Basically, like Subway has put a lot of work and a lot of money into defending themselves, even though they haven't really said much because they put together a website. I'll include it in this video and this podcast. They put together a website explaining all the details of their tuna and everything that was wrong with the story, which I will admit they are right. There was a lot wrong with the story. So there's wrongs on both sides. Anyways. So they only picked like five or six species of tuna. They should have done more just from the get go, just to be scientific. You know, if each lab had done like six, that would have been one thing. Cause now you're, you're looking at around 18 species of tuna. Um, I don't know exactly how many species of tuna, but that's at least a good sample size. But no, they did it between five and six uh, species, which I don't think is right. Now, I did like that they, that they repeated, repeated the experiment because that shows that your results are replicatable. But the other thing that they didn't tell anyone was that just like in the shows, like Law and Order and stuff like that, if you dump like bleach on DNA, it ruins it. Well, apparently mayonnaise ruin it, ruins it too. And... Like, apparently some people cook it. I don't know. And there's some stuff that happens in the canning process before it gets to each Subway store, which I can believe. You know, 
there's a lot of stuff mixed into that, like mayonnaise, etc. That and there's a lot of processes that go on when you can something and you keep keeping it against the metals or whatever that I could see would hurt the DNA and hurt the proteins. So basically the proteins get degraded and they get cut by the acidity of the mayonnaise or whatever's in the mayonnaise. And that destroys any attempt that you could possibly have to match the DNA. Now that makes sense to me that I can, I can totally get on board with, but they said that and then they followed it up with, and that's why DNA is unreliable. Well, if you're a reporter and your story just got blasted out of the out of the lake, you know, you're not going to run with all the boring scientific stuff. You're going to run with the quote DNA is unreliable. And that's exactly what the New York Times did. And this is where I get a little bit angry. It it was really irresponsible of the New York Times to not follow this up with like a second opinion by scientists that they weren't paying you know they didn't they didn't submit this to any journal to be reviewed anything like that it was oh i got the tests in all right run it you know like new york times you have access to scientists that would have told you this before you ran this story it's either that or you knew it and decided to run it anyways which i think is really irresponsible because whether or not you like subway hurting a company hurts franchise owners it hurts the workers who are paid by those franchise owners it hurts investors you're hurting american companies during an economic downturn that's not okay with me and you're not hurting them because they're lying to you you're hurting them because you wanted a story and you said fuck it to the actual truth so now this company has had to spend money defending themselves to irresponsible journalism. You went to school for journalism. You didn't go to school for scientists, for being a scientist, and you did half-baked science. Now, a lot of my channel is half-baked, but this is a very, very obvious instance of reckless journalism. And there, I'm not about silencing the press, but if you're going to say something and you are a major influence such as the New York Times, and you are saying that your theories are backed up by tests done, you need to report the whole story. Stop reporting just this little cutout piece. Report the whole story and tell the truth. Because that was really irresponsible of you guys. Now that it's come out that, yeah, you did run a test, but it was it was screwed up from the start because it was with all the mayonnaise and stuff from the tuna. So now the company has to go out, spend their time, and hire other firms to defend themselves. This is ridiculous. Now, Subway, you guys really fucked up with saying that DNA is unreliable because that was just an asinine quote. Like, you guys did say that. You got to take some ownership and go, yeah, we shouldn't have said that. You should have said, the way in which the tests were conducted was unreliable and created flawed results. Say anything but DNA is unreliable because that's such a blanket statement and people are going to think you're lying through your teeth as I personally did when you first said it because it doesn't play well with the media. You got to know your enemy and your enemy is the New York Times. Now, this actually helps the New York Times even though it seems like a negative because their name is being plastered everywhere. You know, New York Times, New York Times. I don't know how many times I've said it. And they get to print another story about how Subway has refuted their claims and this and that. So they get to sell more about the same story. So the only loser here is actually Subway. 
all because that guy ran a story and didn't follow it up by having anyone check their facts. Or if he did, he just chose not to disclose it. And I don't think that's right. And he probably got a raise or something. I'm not sure. But you hurt people. You know, there was a monetary impact to someone out there because of this. Because you didn't report the whole story. And I don't like that. So that's my take on it. Anyways, everyone have a great day. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share to anyone you think might be interested. And yeah, have a great day, everyone. Bye.